The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Two Weeks Paid Leave. This is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Welcome to Two Weeks Paid Leave. I am Sergeant Pud Stunk of the Terror Hot Police Force, and this is the first episode of a policeman-oriented Blue Lives Matter podcast meant to give ourselves a voice outside of the uniform. I am joined here today by two wonderful police officers, men of the shield, men of the badge and the gun, men of the handcuffs, who love serving the communities and busting some heads. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. Hey, uh, to all the uh, good citizens, to all the perps, to all the sickos, and to all the uh, hip-hop gangbangers, perpendiculate your ear region uh, tactically parallel to the speaker so your uh, auditory orientation can take in the uh, situational sound impulse that will be perpendiculated to your listening. This is Officer Joey Prisboziak from the Chicago Police Department, North Shore Division. And I'm, uh, my name's Officer Connor O'Grady McKinley of the Boston Police Department, uh, Precinct 12. Uh, I've been a police officer for about 12 years now, and, uh, you know, every day I go out there, um, protect and serve, sometimes one more than the other, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm happy to be here. It's very important that we do this show, I think, because blue lives do matter. And a lot of people seem to know that these days. So thank you. Yeah, I see a lot of the flags. I see a lot of the bumper stickers. And, you know, I don't hear a lot of people saying, you know, not only blue lives matter. And we know that. We're just saying that policemen deserve to be protected. Policemen deserve to have their feelings coddled. Policemen deserve to get a vacation, you know, whenever they kind of point a gun at an eight-year-old and tell him to get his pussy on the pavement. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, look, this is the only job in America, most dangerous job, right after elevator repairman, coal miner, uh, mailman, yeah, mailman in an Italian neighborhood, uh, <laughs> grocer, uh, uh, escalator repairman. Exotic dancer. And... Uh, Exotic dancer, uh, BuzzFeed listicle curator. Unexotic dancer. It's the most dangerous job. Regular dancer, burlesque dancer. You know, these are the only jobs more dangerous. Yeah, I mean, being a, a being a cop and, is like, uh, I mean, being a cop in America is, you know, we're the troops of home. You know, it's almost we even are, more. We're here protecting the people here, so it's even more dangerous. More importantly, you know, racism is the big word on everybody's head, right? It's not That's real. The, don't that exist. is the word everyone's talking Yeah, okay, you know what? Nowadays, maybe not back in the I days mean, of Martin Luther King, like, you know, the two generations ago. A lifetime ago. Cho- 200 years ago when lifetime Martin Luther ago. King went down, and everybody's still talking about it. And I want to say that racism as we know it today was invented by the video game Duke Nukem, because what do you kill in that game? Pig cops. If you count in pig cop deaths, then it's the most dangerous profession in America is being a police it, it's officer. Ba- it's basically like if Adolf Hitler made himself now, a game. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got to say, you know, it's like 
it didn't used to be, but now it is a choice to be a different race. You can choose what race you are, basically, you know, with the, what types of hats you wear, what kind of what types of words you use. You know, Rachel Dolezal showed this. Rachel Dolezal, God lady. bless her, you know, she did it the right way. Right way. Not, you know, oh, poor me. Absolute she said, stunner. I'm going to go out there. You I'm know, she didn't do the Jason black. Williams hip-hop dribbling basketball style trying to do it. She went and did it, and she got... Uh, you know, at the head of an organization, and said, "You know, I'm black now. It's your problem." You know, um, yeah. And, and but but being a cop is not the same thing. The cop Haplio group started in Mesopotamia fifty thousand years ago. Fifty thousand years ago. You know, the shield and they of came to Poland, And they came. Yeah, they came to Poland. They came to Ireland. They came to even even uh, Italy. And I, wouldn't you know it? When they landed in America, that's who the cops became because you can't escape that. Yeah, I mean, my family, I mean, I'm Irish, all right? Every day I wake up, I turn on the Dropkick Murphys, I drink a green beer, I turn on the Departed. You boil a couple potatoes. I turn on the Departed and Boondock Saints simultaneously, and I, you know, I eat a potato. Uh, later on, I might go for lunch. I might go to the Irish St. Burger King and might get my free Mwapa. Uh, you know, my blood is Jameson. Um, they got a green bun now. Makes me cry from the pride. It's beautiful. And my uncle, he claims my entire family is German and that are, are named Steinberg. But, you know, he's lying. He's like, he's from, he lives in New York with his wife. He's a lawyer and he's, you know, kind of Jewy. Whatever. Uh, you know. Good for him. Not that God there's bless. anything Nothing wrong, wrong with, that. with that. You know, that's that part of what PSA. makes this country great. But my family, I believe, I'm not 100% certain, but I believe that it came from Irish slaves who, you know, actually had it worse than black. So I have hate right, coming at me Right, because they went as good as the jobs. Everyone back in the day was a slave. It just actually, if you look at science, the black people were actually slaves for the shortest They were the higher-ranking slaves, too. But yeah, you know, in the slave hierarchy, you know, just your average uh, black slave, he was like the general of the slaves, and his slaves, the slaves that his slaves owned, they were Irish. The in-between slaves, I believe them to be some type of Hibernian or you know, possibly even a Galatian. Either way, it's all ancient history. If we're talking about slavery ended over a thousand years ago and we live in this great country now, and you know, I can't you know, I don't know. I didn't own slaves. My family didn't own slaves. My father was actually the only white Tuskegee Airmen, you know? Salute. He it was a big mix up. Uh, he signed out the wrong forms. Um, you know, he was a guy that could only sign his name in an X at a time. They kept putting papers in front of him, so he just kept signing them. And you know, the stunks. We've you know we, we our lineage only traces back to about two hundred years ago when a guy crawled out of a swamp. You know, so we don't know what happened, but. You know, stunk, uh, Papa Stunk, he signed up. He was a Tuskegee Airman. They didn't let him fly the planes. They said he was too unstable. So basically, he swept a lot, but he still counts. And I didn't see him in the movie Red Tails. Well, yeah, the real Sky Captain was your father. Right, my Papa Stunk. God bless God him. Bless God, bless his, God bless his heart. Um, the kind of, you know, not only, even only as a police officer, but the, just the sheer racism that we face every day i mean uh we're all of irish descent and you know i trained after the devastating tragedy that was the boston marathon um 
you know, it just broke I, my heart. I can see right now you're holding your police cap over your heart, and that's yeah, beautiful. And it I'm was proud of really you. hard, but oh you God. know, we we're strong. We're Boston strong, and we got back on the horse. And I trained for the Boston Marathon, so I could run it the next year. And uh, even though you, have, I think you have to qualify in the marathon just to run in that one. I'm not sure. But I got half a mile in. I think in. you can just show up and start running. I got half a mile into training top. and running. And, you know, my heart started freaking out and shit. And I had to go to the ER. And, you know, I get some point Dexter doctor telling me my cardiac condition is of a dead man walking, you know. So I tell him, you know, I tell this fruit, look, doc, I'm a cop. I'm Irish. And I'm from Boston. Heart attack isn't going to slow me down. Two days later, I collapsed in the St. Paddy's Day Parade. <laughs> Ever since, I've been taking these wacky pills, and I ain't supposed to drink. But, you know, I'm Irish, and we deal with so much racism against us, we gotta drink. So, Right. Well, it's also, you, you can tell that dumbass doctor that I passed the police academy. I ran the 17-minute mile that they need you to run. You know, I'm in tip-top shape. Yeah, you're, you're about, what, 5'11", 2'50", in great shape. I'm built. Yeah, I'm, I'm built I, like a Minecraft character, like a cube. You know, I may be the exact dimensions of a tuna can, <laughs> the exact ones. But they, you don't realize that there's regular cop BMI, there's regular BMI, and then there's cop BMI. Right, okay? which is different. You know, well, uh, the the grueling uh, people can call us fat. They can call us overweight. They can say that we'll drive a single block just to uh, point an FM-92 Stinger missile at a black eight-year-old <laughs> because uh, their fingernail was too long and it resembled a uh, letter opener that could be used for an anti-police crime. But uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, I'd like you to see, to see you do the cop physical fitness uh, requirement, which is uh, over the course of two hours, 2.5 pull-ups, 32 sit-ups over the course of three months. Listen, I did then, my push-up. Well, I tried getting in shape. We did because it. Because that, we that did Boston it. Marathon just hit me so hard. And I was, you know, I go to the gun range, and I'll shoot pressure cookers with pictures of cute terrorists on them. And <laughs> I will, you know, I'll, you know, we have all these issues, you know, with certain minority groups, uh, particularly in this country, African-Americans for a long time, obviously. Uh, I think it's um, not so much of a big it's deal. Not our fault. People say Black Lives Matter. That's not the problem. Of course, they matter, but all lives matter. Blue lives matter. Um, but I feel, I mean, for one thing, cops should get a Black History Month. Hundred percent. Listen, hundred percent. Right. I may. George, I may George look Wa like. I may look like an anthropomorphic box fan in a Pixar CGI movie. But at the end of the day, I still have feelings, and I need to be respected. You know, I need to have my physicality respected, you know. We're sexual beings, okay? You know, we don't fit into, you, got you red, know, hot white, fe white, fe white, white feminism spaces of, you know, slim bodies and blasting obliques. We can't have that. We're too busy being cops. We basically— It's white feminism uh, to make us be in shape A honey-glazed Alex Jones— is essentially what most cop looks like now. And, you know, if they roll, if you roll a cop down a hill, they'll hit terminal velocity within three seconds. But that doesn't mean that anyone has the right not to fear for their lives constantly when they're around us. 
Yeah, look, you may say that it's uh, improper for an officer of the law to constantly get his head stuck in beehives trying to get honey. <laughs> you may say that, you know, perhaps that, you know, your forearm shouldn't look like just two giant salamis flailing around in your belt with trying a, to pick up a, a Beretta 92 the FS. tactical G-Shock watch just holding on for dear life on that wrist and it's just squeezing if, it. it's purple around it because it's on so tight it's almost it's almost like a morbidly obese man in a guillotine with too dull of a blade that's what the g-shock looks like on my wrist if i have another techie sacrifice if i have I another nerd ass techie comment to my boss because of these stupid body cameras about how many double stacks at wendy's i get every day i think i'm gonna shoot up you know well, that leads me to that leads me to a point I want to talk about is gear. You know, we, gear is very important. You know, it's our lives on the line here, and you know, we all wear our you know we wear our Kevlar jock straps, and we have all kinds of resources at our disposal to uh, you know ascertain a perp, and you know now we got those in Boston we got Muslim sniffing dogs, and uh, you know they <laughs> sniff east. You know, we catch them lying on the magic carpet or whatever the fuck. The creepy, wicked, it's wicked weird. You know, like, I got no problem with anyone. God bless everyone. But, you know, Muslims freak me out. And also, I got uh, no problem with anyone queer. either. Look, I just I'm think that queers. if I see somebody that I don't understand, I should be able to, you know, queers freak check me out. under the nutsack. I, you know, I'm the least racist man alive, probably. Oh, God bless it. Right. The least. God bless. Everyone can do whatever the hell they want. But if you can tell what direction East is in without immediately consulting a compass, you should be put in indefinite detention and be tactically detained to a lethal scenario. I don't see the problem with that. And our police unions have done a great job in trying to fight for our right to do that. But at the same time, we got all these, uh, you know... Jews in the ACLU who constantly get mad that we're hurting all these other guys. And, you know, we're just trying to do our jobs. We're lunch pail guys, you know. We're like the 2004 Detroit Pistons. We just show up to work. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I I, got to say this, okay? They've been having us wear body cameras, right? Okay. Well, supposedly, you know, according to, you know, Professor Gender and fucking, you know, Dr. Pussy... Over at uh, over at a uh, um, uh, Muslim trans university, Mr. Snowflake. they're saying, yeah, we they're they're saying we're at the top of the privileged food pyramid, you know, where you put the sweets and the desserts and the ice cream. That's where we're we like they're saying we're little cupcakes, which is homophobic. Yeah, they're saying we're cupcakes, but you know what? Since they had us wear the body cameras, how is that any different? From making us cam 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 girls, essentially, which essentially makes us sex workers. Or I personally believe, you know, in their world, the highest rank. Cam girls are probably, you know, probably the closest thing to cops in this country in the profession uh, sense. You know, they got to moderate the chat rooms the same way we moderate the streets. Yeah, when you yeah, they're exposed. They're vulnerable, just like a street. If you see if you see a a black fifteen year old, get him out of there. Exact, it's the exact same, same thing. thing. Can't can't do it, you know. Yeah, I mean, circling back to it's part of the reason why I'm on Chatterbait all the time, talking to these models, talking to these girls, saying, you know, I relate to you, I feel comfortable with you, 
and I'm and I'm hitting I'm I'm ringing that tip jar up because you're not just, like other. I'm just, I tell these girls I can save you. If we're gonna, you know, people don't know what lengths we have to go to. If you have to use a riot shield to subdue a third grader, you know, we will do that. You don't like it, you Listen, don't have to do it. How is a kid going to learn a lesson about stealing a piece of candy unless you show up with a pair of handcuffs and you take that kid in and you hold them and you watch over them and protect them and feed them sandwiches of just mayo and white bread? How are they supposed to learn a, 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 mess, a lesson unless you, you do that and you spend eight hours of your whole shift watching over this kid you unnecessarily arrested? How, uh, everybody seems to hate the police, you know. Uh, and, you they know, seem to really be against the cops so much so that they will do a Black Power style D-Ray kneel during a football uh, game. Oh, God, don't get me started. We don't gotta yeah. talk about those but, guys. Not right now. Because who do they? A- who are they gonna yeah. ask to protect the the football game from ISIS? Yeah. What happens when a mugger comes onto your football field and says, "Hey, Mr. Kaepernick, give me, give me your, give me your your, your, your Super Bowl ring." Yeah, Mr. Then, Kaepernick. We got. Yeah. We, then you when got, you give want me, somebody, give me, your, give me your pig socks. Yeah, hey, Mr. You're Kaepernick, shlame, you, uh, you muck, you bastard. You n- uh, n- no, that's still, we got, we got a lesson, we, they told uh, us we, we can't do, we can't do that, officer. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, cut the, okay, we get that nerd in here, the that, same yeah. one, the uh, same nerd that, that watches my body camera when I forgot to take it off, These, and he watched me I go home all this and drink 15 beers and fall asleep with a gun in my mouth. That okay, same guy okay, will edit point. that out. My point is, you know, okay, after he edits this out, my point is the moment he needs somebody to stand around his kitchen leaning on the marble countertops and somehow putting dents in them uh, with their <laughs> childlike, disgusting, fat palms that can barely grip a Beretta before falling out of their pocket, like uh, before falling out of their paw-like hands to just... Bark into the tactical headset and uh, shoulder mic, you know, uh, perp, perp apprehended scenario, scenario tactical 380, 70, and for absolutely nothing to happen. I mean, a lot of call? these cops are starting to use all these crazy technology. You know, some cops are starting to use C4, uh, night vision goggles and stuff. Um, a lot I of mean, cops I hear, have started putting you know, a big glazed honey baked ham underneath a box with a stick. I. And just pulling the stick when a kid gets Some cops have been, some cops have been, some of my guys in my squad, they like to, uh, you know, put on an apron and high heels and uh, tiptoe in front of the window. So from just that view of the window, they, you think it's a lovely housewife. (laughs) They're working vice. They're working vice. And so they put a, they lure the sicko over. They put a tactical pie on the windowsill. I don't like that stuff. I think, like, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff coming out. You know, maybe soon police mech suits will be out. You know, a police Gundam. That looks hard. That looks hard to use. I don't want to use that. You know, all I need for me personally. The second the cops use it, though, it's going to be on the streets. I don't need no tutti fruity high tech gear. I just need my gun, and I need to be in pursuit of minority. You know, bag them, tag them. Go have a tall Guinness. That's what. Nothing fancy. You know, I just need, I need my squad vehicle, my Warthog from Halo Combat Evolved. (laughs) 
put the plasma cannon on the back because the North Shore gangster disciples. Your partner's on the gun while you're driving and you know doing donuts and you know drifting, flipping it. You know the yeah. North the North Shore D- GDs. You know I heard they're at war with the uh, the Gold Coast uh, uh, vice lords. So I know it's a bad neighborhood up there that you're patrolling. It's you know they say that. More murders have happened in Mangiano's Italian eatery because of the so-called bar mitzvah wars, the bar mitzvah drug wars, because the moment that these kids get the bar mitzvah money, that's when they buy their first pack of K2. I mean, that's yeah. the problem. They tell they don't tell these, like, you know, they're not telling these Jew kids how to use their money, right? And You got, you got the Viagra Triangle up there, which I think is, is some kind of new gang where a bunch of old men just sexually harass younger women and instead of them reporting it to a cool strong man like me who can save them and will actually treat them good instead they're essentially held hostage by financial prostitution yeah more or less uh women will surpass perfectly normal cops and instead date you know the other type of guy that you will get on the north shore who is a uh, a guy who wears a chambray shirt everywhere and uh, Sperry's graphic design for a company. Sperry's, you know, he goes to a uh, he goes to non. He's got like some. Bars. He's got like you know, some. We like precise our, we, queer he opens haircut. his front door in a bathrobe with his nutsack hanging out. You're not like us, you know. Cops, people forget we may make on average two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars <laughs> a year with four months paid vacation and double overtime. Uh, you know, every time that uh, every time that uh, uh, an open letter is necessitated for us to write, we'll get into that later. But we're blue collar right. guys. We're you know, blue collar. We, we we're, like to do. We're not like these arrogant ass rich hoity toity teachers that pull down twenty k a year government money. You know, we deserve what we do. No, yeah. With their with their crooked strong union, you know, our union. All they'll do is if we shoot somebody. 78 times to the point that uh, their heart cartoonishly falls out of their chest and they see it fall out and they have to try to put it back in as I reload and dump more mags into the perp. You know... They'll only prevent us from being fired and make sure that we have paid leave during our trial and uh, that we also get reassigned to train officers. If 14 cops report at the same time and find the same mentally ill teenage boy holding a pistol uh he will get shot by all of us upwards of 70 times and then he right. will pull a bottle of water from his back pocket after the shooting has Could closed be a gun. and will take a drink in which the water liquid. will spray in 78 different directions and all of us get to spend four weeks home at christmas with our families which is what happened which is yeah, what happened when that one time when uh you officer, uh, the SWAT leader of your de- your department, and that time, you know, right. there was that that little gamer nerd, that Twitch streamer, as he was called, and he got domed because someone pulled a prank on him. And he got swatted, and it's like, maybe how was I supposed to know? Maybe you shouldn't you know? be playing games for a living. You like maybe get a real job, maybe become a cop. Obviously, yeah. you can't handle become it. Become a cop. Become a cop. You're not going to get shot if you're a cop. 
Maybe become a cam, white cop. Become a cop. Oh wait, you can't become a cop. All right, become a cam girl because that's where you belong. Quit playing video games. It's the same thing. We all protect pussy. the cam girls. We're not going to protect Twitch. Grow, Twitch streamers. Grow up. Twitch, Twitch streamers is just cam girls that are afraid to whip it out. It's not your fault that you've killed yeah. three Twitch streamers in the past year. It's not my fault. You know, my I don't pride myself on the bodies on my belt. I think you'd have to yeah, be sick. Yeah, what do you have? Like, that. how the many dogs bodies. on your Absolutely belt? How not. many dogs? I have up, you know, I do pride myself on that because dogs, you know, they don't think. They're not good. They're well, not they can smart. be good. They don't I mean, contribute you did to kill anything to society. Unit. I come in the door. I'm the first guy in. I'm the shotgunner. I see a dog. I'm not asking questions. Uh, Rottweiler. Pitbull. Um, you know, Pitbull. And then you think about, you know, maybe a pug. And you can't tell what size dog what breed dog it is in the heat of the moment it could be a wolf in a combat situation in that first 15 seconds you open the door you cannot tell what breed of dog it is and every single dog i've domed has been a pug and you know the newspapers are brutal but you know you think about the alternative what if i didn't shoot that dog what if they would have got away what if they would have got away some, some and, got, creep. and they got away with that hundred dollars worth of marijuana they some had? Some creep is out on the, the streets. What if they got raping away? and killing white women? You think about all this yeah. stuff happening, and you think about okay, well, you don't like what cops do. Okay, we're the bad guys, but well, we're holding the line. Uh, we could put. I guess, yeah. Do you know what would happen if that dog was alive? He'd be shitting on somebody's lawn. I I am sick of the press. The press in Chicago has smeared me endlessly. They've called me the rare saltwater fish killer cop. <laughs> and it's just because I've, you know, in the course of uh, 50 tactical style drug raids, I have killed a miniature hammerhead shark. I've killed uh, rainbow guppies, Chilean sea bass. The Chilean sea bass, I read that one, though. Oh, That's delicious. not your fault. You Are just you fed him a you fed him None some food he wasn't al- he was allergic to. None of them were my fault. Okay, so let me you know the fucking fi- the the I'm sorry I won't use that word anymore. The thug nincompoop, uh, fancy boy, fruitcake journalists sitting on their big Swiss ball chair in their productivity office, right? Because the they've never had to raid a perp's home. Eating macaroni and cheese. One of those novelty macaroni and cheese places that media people like to go to because they don't feel like they fully lived out their childhood and they have to eat a shitty novelty food that uh, imbues I want to put macaroni and cheese yeah, in a you go cheese out, sandwich and sell it why for $16. Why don't you get a Chicago slice or, you know, come to Boston and get a nice Guinness? Um, yeah, why don't you get, don't you get a sh- the cops lunch of three keel bosses? Why don't you get the cops lunch that takes you two hours to eat, (laughs) that you hang around in in your J.J. Peppers, and you drink coffee, and you eat four candy bars while you watch other people play the lottery? That's a good old cop lunch, and that's built into our union's book. We got to spend at least four hours in a corner store a day. Well, I... If I'm not making somebody uncomfortable while I'm eating my lunch just because of the awful way that my arm fat seeps over to countertop while I'm eating my cop meal, whatever greasy refuse block of meat and uh, 
four pieces of toast I just and wonder, a jelly that I'm just smearing I, everywhere. I always wonder why lunch. people treat me weird when I'm standing there in my giant Kevlar vest strapped with guns, pepper spray, and a taser, and a bunch of other pockets that presumably hold throwing knives and shurikens. And I wonder why people are uncomfortable around me. Because I'm here to protect them in case ISIS comes. But if ISIS doesn't come, then I'm the biggest danger by far, and you should respect me. Well, when you're just, try- when dude, you're just trying to get a bite, you know, you could run into anything. One time, uh, you know, I got in trouble once because I, you know, I got in trouble for shooting the glass counter at Dunkin' Donuts because they were out of honey crollas. And the cashier girl is crying, and I might have thrown a flashbang grenade into the bathroom. But, I mean, I was having a bad morning. You know, my wife... You gotta have your donkeys. My, ex, my wife, uh, ex-wife, were not divorced yet. It's not official. Um, it's and not my, legal. It doesn't count. She her and my brother were, had been fooling around behind my back. And, you know, I, I found out, and I was pissed off. And I spent the night before just driving around in my cruiser, shooting at random cars. And <laughs> I got in trouble for that. Um... But, I mean, it was no big deal. It's like the other time I, you know, I was walking my beat. I was getting in my steps for my Fitbit gadget that I got to lose weight. And, you know, I come upon some bumps. You look great. Oh, thank you very much. I co- you look you look like a I model cop. I feel like, a, like the Terminator. Like I'm- You're a perfect sphere. Uh, the boy's trim, and he's gonna get some trim. Um, I come upon this bum eating out of a garbage can, and I ask him to scram, but of course he doesn't listen. You know, so I shot him. You know, I get in trouble because this dumb broad across the street saw me do it, and you know, I had then I had to, like go back to the I got to go back to the, the the station, and then maybe watch a thirty minute video about not shooting a homeless person. It's miserable. You know, I don't want to have to I go through that. I saw that video. They made me watch that one. They teach, yeah, they, they teach you to get an one oversized thing straw it's broom like and run them off. Come on. Yeah, thank you, uh, Senator Pocahontas out there in uh, Massachusetts, out there in Texas. There's such liberal queers out here. Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah, I, you know what? I remember, you know, the raid that na- made my name with the local press, and it was the most dangerous thing that North Shore Chicago PD do. I'm talking a house party by moderately popular kids in Rogers Park. Oh, Christ. Park. God. You know... There's blood on all their hands. As far as I can say, none of them innocent. None of them. You know what? And they try to hide it by having it in Rogers Park where they're surrounded by Hasids. You know, like I'm... You know, like I'm, I'm new to this. I think, oh, you, you Jews don't have parties. Wrong. But when you break up a house party, when you break up a house party, the most important thing to remember are these are children and therefore the most dangerous thing to a cop. So you have to scare them first. You see a a boy with a a bowl cut because he he hasn't quite sexually matured past uh, eighth grade and he's trying to act cool. He's drinking Bacardi Limon. Because he's 15 Dude, years old. Did you grab that semi-auto shotty? Semi-auto I take my Benelli You got the a- AR on your back. shove right? it into his throat. Standard part of Shove it into my, his throat. Oh, yeah. The moment one of those girls who honestly, who could tell they look so what age old they are. They look now. You know, you could be 14 like or 40. They could be on death's door. I'd fuck any I, of them. I, honestly, 
Honestly, I feel like sometimes I'm in the movie Benjamin Button, but it's Benjamin Broad. <laughs> How old these girls are looking now? It's all the but you know that's the, neither that is all the neither here nor the there. Water. Honestly, you know what? When they stop doing real home style cooking and they introduce multiculturalism into this country, and oh. you know the regular meal for a girl to eat was like a pita bread smothered in peanut butter. That's when their hormones went crazy, and you know you started having like, uh, you know, the triple G titties, right when you're getting your braces. Okay, maybe it's not such a bad just thing. Another way that, but you know, it's dangerous. It's not such a bad, but future, it's you know, society's never going to judge us fairly. And, you know, hitting up Chatterbait as soon as they ring a ding ding on that 18 birthday. Yeah, you know what? Maybe this. You know, I'm digressing from my story, but you know, my point is maybe it's. Society is changing, and you always say, we're, people always say, we're behind the times. Okay, how about this per current? Countdown clock on Trig Palin to see when she's 18. No. Okay? Yeah. If she's Not so liberal she's gonna take. Now. She's going to give Bristol run for her money, I'll tell you what. Woo! That but anyway, you get you knocked know. up. Thrice times as Bristol. Yeah, take 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 that take that out. People are gonna take that politically. Yeah, well, people smear stuff and they twist it and spin it and all these liberal queers in New York City. You know, they just try to you know, whatever. Whatever, but my yeah, my point is, I felt like my life was threatened because this fifteen-year-old girl who could honestly be thirty-five for all I know could be was you know saying what what are you doing? You have you you have your shotgun tactically inserted into his mouth. She didn't say tactically inserted, but that's how I, I hear things. I add extra words to right, things so right. uh, I can pace out my fault. sentences. Not my fault. Not my problem. And did I put a smoke grenade into her mouth? Yes. In case you forgot, those are less than lethal weapons. Absolutely legal. Smoke? Yes. You can suffocate on anything. To use... Oh, am I suddenly going to be... Am I going to be framed for drowning somebody if I give a perp To be water? used? If Jesus Christ came back and he gave somebody... He gave, you know, some fucking cocksucker water and didn't turn it into wine first, the headlines in the liberal press would be Jesus Christ himself, waterboards man. It's disgusting. Those... Because I know how these house parties are. are to be used... When judged necessary by the officer of the law, which you are, and you made that decision, you made that call. And journalists which, are not officers, and so that means make legally that they, they should not be able to, to comment fruits. on anything we do. Now, I the saddest do you think thing, the saddest thing about busting up uh, house parties, and this this makes my blood boil. The saddest thing about busting up house parties is you arrest all these fifteen year olds, and the next day they're right back on the streets. <laughs> Right back out. They're going to do the exact same right fucking thing there. unless you can make an example out why. of them. And it's, do you think... It, you talk to their mother, you, you talk to Mrs. Borowith, and she promises they'll get a big punishment. It's a spinning image of what? a daughter, not bad. <laughs> can I watch... It, uh, can and I it's, watch they you punish never your say, daughter? They never say... Yeah, they never let you watch them punish them. I don't even have to be in the house. Just set up the fucking webcam so I know that you're doing it. That's I'll be in the house. You don't even have you to look at me while off. I do it. I'll sit in the corner smoking a cigarette. You won't know I'm there other than the orange glow that occasionally <laughs> flares up. Can I pretend to be her dad for just a month? Gentlemen. Please. Now, I feel we... 
Do you think we have fun doing this? Do you think it's fun well, for I us? Just, do you think, do you we think sit I like the shooting pug dogs repeatedly in the head? We keep talking. Yeah, do you think we talk about, we brag right. to each other about how we use tactical Krav Maga to beat the shit out of 14-year-olds? Uh, no, we never uh, talk about the sound that their arms break. I know we're <laughs> venting. We got a lot of frustration to get out. But, you know, I want to take this away from some of the negative, you know, you know, feelings that we get doing this job. Obviously, it's the most stressful job on Earth. But, you know, I have Easily. something I wanted to present to you two, my brothers in blue. Uh, I want to talk about two things, all right? I wanted you to give me an anecdote, if you will, about your your favorite arrest and your celebrity arrest. And I can go first if you'd like, um, maybe if, if you need a minute to think about it. And then we can show people, you know, we really do love doing this job. We really do love arresting people and, um, you know, commanding people what to do. And I, I can start if you'd like, if you allow me. Yeah, go ahead, please. Go, go ahead, officer. All right, so I'll start it out with Hoorah. my favorite. I'll start out with my favorite arrest, Semperfy. Our brothers in the Marines and the in the in the in the armed services. You are our brothers. Well, it could be a cop thing too. It's, well, we're all brothers. We're Coast all servicemen. Um, my favorite arrest was I was at a game in New York, you know, dirty New York, and I went to go see this. I was I was with my wife. I went to go see the Sox play the Mets. All right, you know, I love my Red Sox. I'm from Boston, and you know, long story short, I shot Mr. Met. <laughs> I was with my wife Sharon, and he came up and he gave her a shirt. <laughs> And then he hugged her also, which I viewed as an aggressive act. So, you know me, I always carry, even out of uniform, not on, on, I'm on vacation, I carry a Glock 17 on my hip, and I emptied a magazine into him, into Mr. Met. And then I reloaded, and I emptied a second into him, and then I cuffed him. You know, he had a lot of moxie doing that to my wife, which we invented, by the way, we invented moxie in Massachusetts, and that was... You know, I got, you know, I had to have a few meetings. It's all been cleared. It was a couple of years ago. But he never recovered. He's dead. But, you know, don't touch my wife. That's assault. 100%. You basically, who is to say that he wasn't going to kill your wife? It could have. It could have been anyone. It could have been Terrace in that, in that outfit. You know, after the Boston. At the, then you would have been Boston a widow Barrett, cop, the most dangerous guy. The Boston guy. bombing. He could have had a pressure cooker in that Mr. Met head of his, a big weirdo head. Head of his, you know the sports game. Oh, it looks like a fucking turban if you ask me. You can never. Those t-shirt guns look exactly like grenade launches. Which I use. Which I use. I went to a lot of paces games with my ex-wife. Now that you know, those girls would come out with those t-shirt guns, and she would have to, you know, hold my arms down so I wouldn't just unload into them. Now, I always fantasize about catching a t-shirt that's being shot at a. Female innocent by a sicko, oh. and I take that T-shirt. The sicko at halftime, fucking freaks, unharmed. So that's a kind of erotic power. That was my favorite arrest. You a better cop. <laughs> my favorite arrest. And I go, I saved your life. It belongs to me now. My favorite arrest was cuffing Chewbacca style. Favorite arrest is cuffing the the corpse of the person within the Mister Mister Met mascot costume. Uh, my favorite, my celebrity arrest, which was very exciting for me, is. You know, I was a brand new officer. This is about, you know, it was about 2007. 
and I pulled over. It wasn't an arrest, technically, but, you know, I pulled over and I gave a speeding ticket to Chris Benoit. And I was working oh in 2000, I was 2007. I was what working in honor. Georgia. And I was, you know, I was Star Trek. You know, we all love WWE. We love wrestling because, you know, it appeals to our pea brains. But, um... It's I just children. love the stories. It's I like gave a male a, soap opera, which if we say it that way, it's good now. It's... He was... I think every single person is gay, except that's the analogy that I, I gave use. him a I gave him a speeding ticket because he was going about eighty and a twenty five, and uh, you know he was acting really <laughs> weird. You know it creeped me out and everything. You know he was kind of a douche, but you know Chris Benoit, you know two thousand seven, and uh, you gotta respect a, guys that are basically the troops, right? Mm-hmm. So WWE, you think about it, they are troops. Yeah, John still. Cena, he's the Marine. He served hundred percent. Um, so that's it for me. Uh, you guys have any stories you want to share with me? I'd be, it'd be a pleasure for me to hear. Yeah. Uh, I'll say about my favorite arrest. Um, I got this call at the station. I was working desk duty at the time because of, uh, you know, that, uh, an incident that I'd rather not get into. I was working desk duty and get this call from it. I'm sure it was fine. An elderly grandmother type who says... I found that my young son, who's eight years old, stole a piece of candy. I'd like you to come over. Smack him up. And, like, mock arrest him and tell him that what he did was wrong. So I immediately, you know, tighten my belt, slap on my hat, illegally get into a police cruiser. I was not authorized to drive. And I drove in there and I strap up. I get my Kevlar vest in. You know, I show up to the place, and I knock on the door. The grandmother answers, and she says, Hello, how are you? I respect the badge. I think you guys are doing a great job. You're very handsome. I don't think your body weight is weird at all. And I said, Thank you so much, you sweet old lady. Now get the fuck out of the way. And so I find this kid, right? And he's playing Xbox, and I immediately pepper spray him. I'm so sick of seeing these stupid little kids just think they can do whatever they want because if we allow them to do things like this, like steal candy, they'll think it's okay. The next thing they'll do, they're stealing guns and they're shooting at guns. And I think, I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. So I took that kid in. I slapped the cuffs on him. I had to get the little baby handcuffs for him because he's a little weakling who hadn't even hit puberty yet. I take him into the station. The grandmother's crying. All this is going wrong. I get him to, <laughs> I get him to sign a confession. And, you know, I kind of got so mad that I blacked out. And I woke up laying down on my police desk, and the kid's gone. And there's no record of any of this thing happening, and the city had to pay her, like, $100,000. But at the end of the day, that's only a portion of my salary, and I got four weeks vacation, and I went to Bermuda. So that's my favorite arrest of all time. Um, When it comes to my favorite celebrity arrest, it wasn't me. But, you know, I'm a by-the-book guy. I like it when a plan is formulated, when it's executed, and when just everything goes to plan. And so I got to say, Tactical the cleanest mastery. arrest, the greatest arrest, celebrity arrest of all time, it's got to be Fred Hampton. Oh, bar none. 100%. Tactical, strategic, Tactical, strategic, mastery, everything went according to plan. Nothing went wrong. Everything went exactly like it was supposed Perfectly to do. Perfectly normal and as our training Everybody shows. went home to their wives at night. No cops lost. No love lost. Just No more BS. Just a real bad guy who liked everybody. Finally put down. That's pretty... That's finally. awesome. Thank you for sharing. No, None of those kids are getting breakfast Officer. anymore. 
fucking. What kind bad. of uh, what kind of stories you got for you? What do you you got anything for us? My fuck, you know, I got a two two pretty good stories. My first, my favorite arrest, pretty quick all right, one, all right. but it's you know I consider it the pinnacle of my career. I finally nabbed the El Chapo, the drug lord of the entire North Shore of Chicago. No way. Wet Eric. <laughs> he was a real, real fucking sicko. Real sick. Real creep, huh? 15-year-old. Two years out of his bar mitzvah before he flooded his parents' apartment building with K2 Spice. He was, you know, the last, like, six months of the case, we were using the wire... We, we Helicopter were, surveillance, we right? Yeah, that's co- cop speak for tactical communication interception matrix. Connaissance. And he would say to girls things like, I'm finna be packing for a 15-year-old, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck does that mean? It's that's code speak the worst that we said, haven't even discerned yet. Is that like gang talk? Is Home he a gang, oh. like gang kid? It's gang talk. We think that uh, we think that uh, packing referred to uh, he was attempting to buy explosives from the Islamic Jesus State. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, that's what that you need those Muslim sniffing dogs the, we got in Boston. The depravity of this kid. He even said to Becky Schwartzman, "Homeroom gay, dead ass, fucking sicko." What the fuck? I he are is, these kids on? Thank God he is serving 15 to 25 in the United States. 25 months, right? Little fucker got what he get deserved. No, 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 no. I once had a. I, I once put a boy oh, away shit. for five years for saying that bunny from Zootopia low key thick as fuck. And I uh, told the courts that that meant that he had 18 kilograms of cocaine coming in from Colombia, because my drug lingo <laughs> handbook said that that's what that meant. We well, probably did him a favor. Hey, you know, when I you you saved that kid's life, you know, like when I hear a kid say something like uh, you know, a a a uh, head ass Mrs. Incredible a thought, you know, that's <laughs> our drug our drug handbook <laughs> that is 78 year old man <laughs> And Jeff Sessions wrote, tells us that what that means is I'm going to coordinate with ISIS and Black Lives Matter. To, I mean, uh, if you hear if, if you hear these kids, you know they they talk about like you know Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob could get it. They talk about fucking drugs, right? Now they got the women into it, and the women they'll you know they'll do it on the open because they don't think we can read the code. They'll be on the social networks, they'll be on the social media, and they are saying things like you know. Uh, you know, Larry David's dad can get it. Jesus Christ. They're saying, they're saying things like, Mr. 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 Magoo is daddy. Yeah, like Tony Soprano, he's Not, fucking hot. You know, yeah, Mr. Mr. Bean's a, you know, serious dick slinger. Choke, shit. choke me, Regis Philbin. <laughs> my favorite, speaking of, Regis, speaking of celebrities, though, my favorite celebrity arrest. I know you guys are going to be excited to hear this one. All right. Oh, God. Ian Watkins from Lost Prophets. Oh, Holy God. Fuck, what a creep. What an honor to arrest that legend. <laughs> Fucking honor. And you wouldn't believe what this guy was like. Okay, so. You know, I, I don't know what he's so doing polite. now. This, I bet he showed so much respect to the badge. Oh, my. You have no idea because this was in Lollapalooza in 2006, which is a 
terrifying drug-fueled frenzy where 19-year-old uh, screenwriting majors at Columbia do Molly for the first time and cry in Starbucks bathrooms. <laughs> Basically, right. the breakdown of society. If it was up to me, and I'd surround I, I it still with a force and light it all on fire. Oh yeah, so like I, you know, I I got him for a drunken disorderly, right? Oh, you know, easy, right easy. They don't right expect it, but it's easy. They don't expect it. You know, he was carrying. Well, you want to outside me? The... I think again, fact. Yeah, you will. You uh, almost, said it, almost said it. Almost said it. I'm the sorry. lost brother. I'm sorry. I, that's what I thought he would be like. That's what I thought he would be like. But the thing is. Unlike his rap hip hop counterparts who are always asking why I'm on the tour bus, uh, Mr. Watkins was completely respectful. And he was saying things like, I fucking deserve it. Just ki- just kill me for what I've done. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. What a class. I, you know, I was shocked. This guy is so, so famous. I know what you guys, so I mean, talented. honestly, I mean, what good, a class I'm, act. I'm happy for you. That's a, a very, you know, remarkable memory for you. But. You guys realize, you know, that guy's a creep. Like, he got caught diddling kids and shit, which, for me, I'm from Boston. That's unheard That's of. That's the we judge's job. We've never heard That's anything. That's the judge's We've never heard anything, anything in Boston of people judgments. diddling kids. Where I come from in Boston, there hasn't been anything in Boston about people diddling kids that goes all the way to the top. Never. never. So, guys never. like Ian Watkins make you fucking just pray real quick. What a fucking weirdo. That's disgusting. Let's pray real quick. All Catholic cops. Catholic All right. Cops, and I know my apostles say this Catholic sanctity. Hail Mary, full of grace. Amen. Gabagool, Alana. Avoid the noid. Assalamu alaikum. Amen. You know, sometimes I feel like you guys, us as officers, we're kind of like Batman. Because, you know, like Batman's like the ultimate cop. Yeah, Batman's he the is, ultimate cop. Uh, He's got a coat of honor. The only thing unlike him is that Batman doesn't kill people, and we do. And Batman doesn't have sex. And cops are just we're notorious for clearing. We're up notorious, the streets, and we're notorious ha- for poo. wearing out pussies. Poo you know, hounds. whether it be by you know, a cop lived by, in a neighborhood when every pussy you see is whether it be by loose. compliance or force, we're gonna do it. So that's how cops roll. So, people don't know that it's about us, but, you know, we get it. You know, we're doing fine. We get a lot of action on the streets and then the sheets. So don't worry about us. You know, people, you know, the everyday person loves cops. It's just these media types that are constantly railing against us, saying the all word, saying we're bad guys and all that. And we're not, you know. I I, I had the tear hot press. guys. Terra Hot Press has come after me so many times, you know, saying that my department's not diverse, you know. And because of this, we've done immense steps to rectify our diversity. Are they upset because you call your dispatcher the chick? You call her Cans? That's her nickname. I call her Cans, Cans. but that's just a nickname between me and her. That's not something that... She's got big Cans. What's the big deal? She knows it. The press came to her and they asked her, are you okay that Sergeant Pud Stunk does that to you? Your boss. Are you okay that your boss calls you Cans on the radio? And she she gritted her teeth real close together and she smiled and she said, that's great. It's okay. It's not. It's fine. And that's the end of that. Should be the end of the story. It's not because you threatened her or anything. And so they said we had no black officers on the force. And I said, all right, you know, we'll get some black officers. And that's why I enlisted um, 
Private Mike Kowalski, and you know, Private Mike Kowalski went underwent a series of race changing surgeries, changed his name to Daquan, and we have Officer Daquan Kowalski, our first African American officer. He's a forced race reassignment surgery, and we proved that we aren't racist. And you know, he was great for about three months until everybody in the department, you know, he said he he sued us and he said everybody started treating him differently. Well he was that, he was know, killed by a fellow police officer. People, I mean, it happens. You know, he was with us three months and he sued us and it happens, you know. And rest in peace, Officer Daquan, but you know, that doesn't prove that police departments are inherently racist. Oh, that just makes just me because sick. police unions constantly you know, protest against, you know, Racial bias and, and, and profiling laws doesn't mean that police unions are inherently racist. It just means we're no. trying to do a job here. You know, I was Don't born politicize our job by telling us not to be racist. I was born and raised in Terre Haute. And, you know, I am from Boston through and through. But I was born and raised there, unfortunately. But, you know, Indiana is also the home of Notre Dame. So go fighting Irish. You know, that's what inspired me to go to Boston, become a Boston cop. And, you know, live my dream, which I am. But it just makes me sad to see those things happen, even though I know that you are, you know, you're probably going to be chief one day. I mean, it sounds good to me. I'm not complaining. You know, you get a lot of vacation work in this job, especially the more dogs you take out. Or kids. Yeah, you know, there is a dog, uh, dog per week uh, rule. That our union bravely fought for as a concession for Chicago police officers. I mean, you look at New York City with the mandatory amount of stop and frisks. Oh, why I love that. Not, I why would stop be there? all over that. I was. Why not stop there and have you a mandatory I, you know amount I feel about of New York dogs the, under your belt? You know how I feel about New York with the Yankees and all, and just the, the rivalry between uh, Boston and New York City. But that stop, I've been pushing for that stop and frisk policy to be uh, you know, implemented here in Boston because... You know, that just seems like a real... You know, the only people complaining, the only people ever complaining are the ones that got something to hide. The blacks. Yeah. If you're... Oh, God damn it. We're not supposed to... We're not supposed to... We can edit it out. Stop freaking out. Get the fucking virgin to edit it out. But, uh, you know, if you... If you're being stopped in Frisk and you're not a sicko, you're not a crime freak... You're you're excited because it's your opportunity to show to everybody that you're normal. We all wait our entire lives to show people we're normal. normal we guy. just want to serve. You know, I'm I'm currently writing a cop novel. It's Ooh, called Blue the Heart. The Great American Cop Novel. The novel's called Blue Heart. It's about a, a Boston cop who's hired by the FBI to take on a nationwide terrorist network, and um, he uncovers. You know he. You know, overturns the secret that the FBI are all terrorists. And, you know, the cop gets the Medal of Honor because he tells the president. And it's, to me, not too unlikely to and happen. I, I did read your screenplay, and it's extremely tasteful. Especially the way that by finding we got ISIS, Mark, we you, got, o- we got Mark you overturned Roe v. Wade. Which is very special. He's a Bostonian uh, native. And Mark Wahlberg, I think, would be perfect. He looks just like me. At, uh, oh my and god! He's about five seven, oh like me. So I'm very. Excited. I have multiple cousins who wanted jo- wanted to join the army sniper unit thanks to Shooter. Oh, one of my favorite movies, probably behind Boondock Saints and Departed. Shooter, 
shooter was, uh, you know, people may not thought this was politically correct, but I'm sorry, it looks cool when the red mist explodes after you perforate their skull with a 50 caliber round. When you shoot somebody so hard that the blood just mystifies, it's pretty cool. And, you know, yeah. that's only something only that cops me, are brave enough to Mark that. Wahlberg, and the rest of people that have unloaded a Mossberg at point-blank rage range into a dog by smearing a little bit of peanut butter on the tip end of your Mossberg so the dog licks it. That's only something we can understand. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah oh yeah, you, you think you can do my job? You think you can do my job where you no-scope a guy's fish tank? <laughs> with a Barrett fifty. Can you imagine watching? Rifle? Can you no, imagine no. watching Mark Wahlberg? Hey, I've seen. I've smoke seen a bad horse boys with there's... a twenty millimeter. I've seen it. There's <laughs> just like a horse running down a running down a hill, and he leads his shot. Unless that horse is a cop, like an Anzio twenty millimeter, he just pops, just explodes that head off that horse. Oh my! Could you? Do you know the dignity, courage, and self? lack of self-regard for your own safety that you have to have when somebody has a Savannah cat for you to put anti-tank mines in their hallway? If you've never seen a German Shepherd trigger a Claymore mine, I'm sorry, you're not a real cop. Yeah, you're a fucking security guard. For real. No disrespect to security guards. The thin yellow line, honor the security guards. You keep... Thin yellow line, baby. You keep our EB games fully stocked. People don't understand what it takes EB, to use EB games. Another the rest. They don't in know peace. what it takes to use a, to EB use an EMP Sam grenade. Brody, rest in peace. They don't know what it takes to use an EMP grenade to take out a Segway of a thief trying to escape. After she took several keychains and stickers from a Claire's in the mall, so do that job before you even criticize police officers. And a sh- yeah, have a quick- you ever have you ever boxed in an entire fucking group of kindergarten kids because you think one of them uh, jammed up the machine in the Museum of Science and Industry where you put the penny <laughs> in and it makes an oval penny? You think they broke that machine, which is fucking property of Mayor Rahm Emanuel? You fucking cocksuckers! Have you it's ever been boxed them in by setting up by by setting up Semtex in the hallway so that if anyone moves? If their pussy twitches one fucking inch, they'll be turned to fucking ground beef and they'll be the next fucking exhibit in there. If you're another pussy ass terror hot journalist that wants to yell at us and say it's wasteful government spending, that we got an F-35 bomber in Terra Hot to counter any potential ISIS attacks on the Terra Hot Federal Supermax, then guess what, buddy? I don't have any words to say for you, and when your home gets invaded, I ain't helping. Oh, I drive my warthog rec- recklessly. You know who else drove recklessly? Fucking Luke Skywalker, you cocksucker. Oh, he saved the galaxy. Yeah, and that's what I'm doing. Luke Skywalker fought the equivalent of Cops uh, Jedi's. black teenagers. The Sith were black teenagers. They were just as scary. You're fucking not supposed to say that. Just uh, we'll get the nerds uh, uh, get to edit fucking, it out. Get those fucking tech nerds in here. All right, uh, record me saying perp. 
Just right, say, just edit, he yeah, just said yeah. purpose. We're going to edit, edit the just, purp. We're going to edit the layer it over. Just say that. it says purpose instead of black so teams. So it's, it's going to sound Even like. Even though they're 100% of the time guilty every time dogs. I stop them. And fuck. Fuck. Now I did it. Ah, Jesus, Jesus fucking Jesus. Christ. I, all no, right, look, all right. don't get mad We're at yourself. Up. Don't hate yourself. We're Be up. kind to yourself. Are we going to take a break? Are you No, we're fine. Let's. We're good. Every we're good. We're just just take a deep breath for I about see. two seconds. Uh, I know we got these letters to read, so let's okay. go ahead. We got to read these letters. Let's go boys. ahead and re- read these letters. All um, right. I'll, I, I'll give you guys the honors to go ahead and get started on them. But I just want to make I got sure everybody. You guys, that's all you guys. I got even nothing. keeled. All right, I'm gonna relax with my letter. This is addressed addressed. To the new Kardashian baby. I'm going to clean my gun while I listen to these. Yeah, just do something meditative. Clean your gun. Look at your old shooting reports. Just relax and enjoy my prose. I'm going to my hold a picture of my ex-wife. Right. I'm going to hold a picture of my ex-wife that's in a glass frame. And I'm going to hold it so hard that I'm going to send cracks through it. And then I'm going to put it down and grab my gun and leave the house. Hold that picture... Leave the house with that gun. Just imagine a pug's mouth <laughs> ripping a Mossberg. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting in my single bedroom apartment with a, a one table and a swinging light bulb, and I'm eating a Lunchables dinner while holding a picture of my ex-wife while she picks up my child from there with her new boyfriend who's driving a Corvette. I'm uh, puffing on my kielbasa like it's a cigar while my fat son listens to this uh, rapper named Future who sounds like some sort of African-American robot and he's, he's crying to it. I'm, uh, I'm, watching, I'm watching YouTube videos of the chieftains on mute while I drink a tall Guinness. So please, please proceed, officer. All right, all right. Guys, without further ado, here's my open line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dear Kardashian baby. Hi, I don't presume that we've met. You're a beautiful clump of cells that constitutes a fully formed human. Albeit in a body of an armanoid type hip hop diva of a woman and mother who has basically caused people to know more about selfies on cell phones than any books in any library. In contrast, I am Sergeant Joey Prisboziak, Chicago Police Department. I say we haven't met because you're more familiar with attending events like the Source Awards, Chatterbait Presents Black Lives Matter, and the LGBT Super Bowl (laughs) instead of the regular kind. Meanwhile, I take parts in events such as busting perps, apprehending sickos, and keeping our bathrooms free of gender, gender bullshit despite the rising tide of it in our schools, libraries, and even our homes. I don't expect an award for putting my life on the line every single day. On the contrary, I expect the regular type of respect that is now hoisted on every vapid celebrity like you and your aunt and uncle. Somehow, when I go into the streets of Chicago armed with only my warthog from Halo with plasma cannon, <laughs> FM-92 Stinger missile launchers, M249SAW with telescopic sights, limited run brassers, special variant Desert Eagle, broadsword, incendiary <laughs> grenades, sarin gas, and wakasashi, 
People seem to expect me to flaunt my titties out there while getting busted open by a running back or making a rap song called Black Flanders with minimalist <laughs> drum machines. <laughs> and in <laughs> <and> an utter... <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. In an utterly asinine spoken word interlude, uh, such as the kind that your aunt and uncle would do. Now... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, pause. Okay. No, go ahead, officer. Uh, <laughs> I can't. It's Black. fine. <laughs> Black Flanders. Right. Uh. <laughs> you know, those songs that are like, I'm Black Flanders. And Landers. Ask advice. In the Vice. Vice City, like Kanye West does. Like minimalist drum beats. And an utterly asinine spoken word interlude, such as the kind that your aunt and uncle does. Now, believe me, I'm not the type of guy who complains. My ancestors came to Chicago from Poland with just the screen doors on their submarines (laughs) and the gold that they took from Jewish burps in our village, who were probably responsible for the plague there. Good jobs like investment bankers or female body inspectors or just any type of person with any level of literacy weren't available to the Polish in Chicago at the time. So they had to start at the lowest rung of society, which as it is today is police officer. They didn't blame racism when people persecuted them for implementing lethal kinetic scenarios on union organizers. They didn't say it was misogyny when their cases got thrown out on technicalities by Jewish pro- by. Uh, liberal prosecutors <laughs> just because they buried witnesses alive. They certainly didn't take knees during the national anthem when several of their brothers perished in an ill-fated rocket mission to the sun. <laughs> they just shut up and did their jobs, and that's what I do. Until I clicked on my Facebook page today. I saw you, you ungrateful zygote, in a meme on one of my pages, uh, Discreet Blue Affairs. Said that last week on Lisa at Lisa Ann's birthday party, <laughs> you stated to DMZ that cops are lazier than my uncle, the rapper Kanye West, because they don't have to deal with racism. Goo goo, when I'm born, I'm going to join Antifa because America's racist. I think the national anthem should be rap. Where do you get off, sir? Your life has been one of luxury, where all your nutrients are delivered through your mother's umbilical cord where your eyes haven't even been developed to see the world around you. And your vertebrae is still a string cheese-like bundle of nerves and cartilage, which is good because you couldn't stand for anything in the first place. Once you shoot out of your mother's cooter and your dad (laughs) takes a selfie with you to send to Barack Obama, I have an exclusive party to invite you to. No, it's not one of those black tie affairs where you eat hidden hot dogs, you'd act like as though you're still oppressed. It's a more intimate setting. So ride along with me, Sergeant Prisboziak. Here's the dress code. It's no BS. Here's what you should bring. Your fucking balls. If you think you could cruise the thuggish streets of the North Shore of Chicago and retain your childish view of the world, well, then you're beyond hope. Call me a dumb optimist because I think you may just get the wake-up call you sorely need. Put your fucking as-yet-to-be-determined genital region on the pavement. Uh, sincerely, jo- <laughs> Sergeant 
Joey Przbosiak on three weeks paid leave. Wow. That was that was beautiful. Really laid into that kid. Really laid into that unborn baby. That was from the heart, guys. It was emotional. That's yeah. why I had to stop during it. <laughs> well, thank and you. I understand you it. Off, it's it's horrible to consider that this is, you know, what you're saying is just pure distilled truth, and the fact that we even have to say this at this point is just is just debilitating. And I'm glad you. It's 2017. I'm glad you mentioned Colin Kaepernick because that's who my lead is to. Ooh, unload, officer. Weapons free. And to Colin Kaepernick. I'm just listen. I'm treating Colin Kaepernick. Not the white side. I'm treating Colin. Edit that the fuck out. I'm treating Colin Kaepernick like he's a pug on patrol. All right, he's getting lit up for everything. And I will say this is an open letter to Colin Kaepernick from the Tehot Police Union. For everything you do to my flag, buddy, I'm going to do to you. Do not hesitate to believe for a second that in the great state of Indiana do we tolerate a man not standing high and tall to the stars and bars, the best song in the best nation in the world. Any allegation saying the Pledge of Allegiance of the Union is racist is like saying the country is racist. And if you're saying a country is racist because of a song, how can a song be racist? It's just a song. If you ever play football in Terre Haute, Indiana, the police will not show up at the game. Or we will, but we will be frowning. We haven't decided yet. No one's answering my calls. Either way, there's no stadium here yet, so whatever. Fuck you. You could not disrespect the flag because there was a World War II, so you could be speaking English. I fear that Kaepernick is more motivated by dating his Muslim girlfriend, who is a Muslim, by the way. Now you guys, now you fucked up, and you got all the other black guys mad, too. It sucks. I believe you like Charles Manson invoking a Helter Skelter, too. And he's a Nazi, by the way, I think. That's not good. Cops, <laughs> cops are getting a bad rap because of guys like Colin. And when we show up with a film crew to play ba- basketball with black kids to play on the news, they just start running from us, which makes me go into alpha attack mode. And I start pointing my gun everywhere, and I scream, All right, bitches, pussies on the pavement! Pussies on the pavement! And such controversies <laughs> like them stemmed simply from my desire to serve and lodged in my animal brain, which in a fight-or-flight resex, when I see someone fleeing, I will go into fight mode. And when I go into fight mode, the adrenaline causes me to say that you bitches and to put your pussies on the pavement to multiple 13 through 19-year-old boys causes immense trauma for me. Such controversies like this stem simply from my desire to serve, has called upon local papers to call my, de- my department racist and undiverse. Even after we forced Officer Kowalski to change his name to Daquan to address this. Any, any problems that have been stemmed by the newspapers from me calling multiple suspects boy is stupid simply because what am I supposed to call them, Jamal? I hope you're happy, Colin. You caused all of this. You fraud. Sincerely, Sergeant Pud Stunk, THPD. Wow. Is uh, Colin Kaepernick the first uh, pug to play in the NFL? Because you just splattered his fucking brains all over the league. Yeah, I'd fucking hate to be that guy right now. You know. He looks like shit. He's not even good enough to play football. And everybody's just happy with him. And everybody's just talking about him because 
He grew an afro. We could do it's that. It's not the 1970s anymore, bub. Come on. Get him out of there. You know, it's just now all the other black guys are mad, and that's made all the owners who own those guys mad. And now everybody's getting mad, and guess what? Thank God for Trump stepped in and took some heat off the cops. Oof. Thankfully. Blue Hero. Lives Matter. This yeah, is we why every the, police the, the, union the endorsed night. Trump, because if you're going to get mad at the cops, Papa Trump's going to come in and do something even dumber to get everybody mad at him. That's why he, we call him our dad. A little insight into cop world, we refer to Trump as our father. Like, uh, he fucked all of our moms and were his big... We came, from his, we came from his nuts. I wish. I would be honored to live in Mr. Trump's nuts. Well, thank you two officers honored. for sharing your open letters. They moved me, and I believe they'll move many others. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover in this first episode of our show. If you come to Terre Haute and you disrespect me or any other police officer, I am going to point an M16 at you and tell you to get your pussy on the pavement. And if anybody has a problem with that, get your pussy on the pavement because you're under arrest too. Right, officer Joey, sworn, thank you. I am sworn to protect the North Shore all the way from the beach to the bullshit Thai taco fusion places that uh, every piece of shit here likes to eat, all the way to even the parts of Rogers Park where you're not quite sure what everybody is, what they're about, you know, why did they just do things like walk lawnmowers down the sidewalk? Yeah. I think everyone there, just every day of their life, they get higher than they've ever been before and have panic attacks from doing 2CE. Places, places where you could look at them. them and go and ask them, you know, are you normal or are you Jewish? Yeah, you know, and that's not a race, racial question. It's just, you know, we know being Jewish isn't normal. <laughs> it's not race. It's the state of mind, okay? We have three gods. They have one. What are they doing with all that time they save? I want to know. But anyway... I am sworn to the death to protect these fucking weirdos. I will turn you into tire cleaner for my warthog. <laughs> and I will destroy your pet if you even think about threatening, about touching a little hair under their yarmulke or any of the children or anyone there. There you have it. Well, I want to thank you two upstanding gentlemen uh, for all doing this show. It was a, a great, a great honor. And I just want to thank all of my brothers and sisters in blue who put their life on the line every day by beating up teenagers who have a bag of marijuana seeds or something worse. If you're out there and a fat guy isn't telling you what to do because he's wanted to do it his whole life and he finally has $3 billion worth of weaponry to keep him from getting his ass kicked, we'll fucking be there. Right. Look me in the eyes, you bitch. Why are you looking me in the eyes? You think you're better than me? Oh, you think I wouldn't do this if I didn't have a badge? Guess what? You'll never fucking know. Because they're never going to get rid of me. You better watch it, kids. Because we're coming for you, bad boys. A goodbye. You won't be seeing your fucking class trip to St. Louis. A goodbye is have also fun a warning. to get a hand job under the arch when you're fucking dead. <laughs> Go Pats. Go Pats. Or whatever's Go in Bears. Indiana. Jay Cutler, you fucking rock. 
Jay Cutler, the you throw the big, you throw the deep ball. You're fucking beautiful. You outlasted Gawker when they did 500 days of Kristen. I fucking love you. If you ever want a man to protect you while you give birth to another child, I will be there for triple overtime. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>